imagine playing your Tarzan With Nakima, a funky friend of Prima's hiding from Tarzan You can find him in the Tarzan jungle hut Imagine living in a Tarzan jungle hut Swinging on a vine just to get around Weevils wobble but they don't fall down Tarzan Jungle Hut comes with everything you see here. New from Romper Room. Some assembly required. Hey everyone, it's your favorite show ever. Not Tarzan and Jane. That's the movie we watched. It's great. All right, can we start over? This is bad. I give up. Uh, this, this is great. This is good. I like this. Yeah, I like going. this. Keep going. You're doing great. Uh, What's the show called again? Scraping the Vault. Uh huh. Who are you? I'm Audrey. And who am I? You're Dan. Who's that guy over there? It's Jimmy. Hey. (laughs) Guys, I should have a lot more confidence. Yeah, you really should. You've done it for (laughs) over a year. This is our... I don't know. I was just bailed. You know, it was a a brown bunch of bananas. And I was like, no, these babies that went bad a few hours ago, throw them in the freezer. (laughs) Make some banana banana bread, bread. baby. This is our banana bread right here. This is uh, it. Up. Mush but, up know, that banana bread. What, else, what is <laughs> Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm gonna Not go with back Tarzan's to my treehouse from your the romper room. <laughs> I'm gonna get back in my hut, my emotional hut. I'm gonna weeble. I'm gonna wobble. I won't fall. I will fall down, but I'll get back up confidently and Otter's proceed. getting back in your hut. <laughs> to talk about this movie that was really bad that we all watched it was great hey <laughs> yeah. let's preserve judgment <laughs> <laughs> right right we shouldn't we shouldn't you know uh yeah yeah the movie came out in 2002 yeah mm. are we are we just doing this now or are we just yeah jumping we'll do in? it Okay, Let's do here it. we go. So, oh, by the way, listener, yes. we're doing a live show on July sixth. <laughs> 100% definite at <laughs> all so, all the world's most famous improvisers. Full leader. throttle. Yep. Paul F. Tompkins at yep, Paul. He's going to Don't forget right. to wear wear a poncho. We'll be in the splash zone. Gallagher's right. going to be there. He's going to rant about <laughs> racist stuff <laughs> j jonah jameson yeah all of We're it rolling out the pink carpet <laughs> but no seriously i i will be in southern california that week and dan and audrey and i are going to get together and we're hoping to do a live show we're going to get we'll let you know done, more about it and we're going to go get facials and massages oh, and then we're going to go on a shopping spree and we're going to go get our glamour shots done we're going to get glamour shots done remember we when could. you looked at nolan mills olin mills <sighs> Olin Mills. Olin Mills yeah. worked the studio. I was yep. a telemarketer and yep, I got fired sure. for not uh, doing credit card fraud. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. What happened in 2002 Dan. besides this film coming out? <laughs> well, in 2002, I have, I happen to have the 20, 29 moments and things that happened. Hope you're ready because I definitely previewed all of them. So. <laughs> oh my. Wow. <laughs> I remember uh, this song. Yeah. Well, th- yeah. If you hung out with me around this time, you heard this song a lot. Uh, so, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, and Spider Man were the three biggest films of the year. Uh, Halle Berry became the first black actress to win the Academy Award for Best Actress. 
And the last um, one. And uh, Ben Affleck was people's sexiest man alive. He still ben is. Ben Affleck. In my I, don't get this, I don't get the hype. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Justin Timberlake thirst trapped on the cover of Rolling Stone. I blame BuzzFeed for the wording here because while I did absolutely preview all of this, I didn't necessarily write it. And he and Britney officially broke up. Oh, no. Christina Aguilera entered her dirty era with the release of their second album, Stripped. Wow. The picture is hilarious. (laughs) Michael Jackson caused an international controversy after, I'm going to say that that's how it's pronounced, after he dangled Prince Michael II off the balcony of his hotel room in Berlin. That's the only weird thing he did. Uh, Mate, I don't care about that. Hey, the Osbournes came along. That was a show. Uh, and the oh, Anna yeah. Nicole show premiered Shit. on E. Uh, and let's see, Cranky Anchors was a thing. Rapunzel Barbie was a thing. Ugly Dolls were a thing. Yu Gi Oh! was happening. Yu Gi Oh! Yeah. Let's do Eminem had an album. More people had albums. Nickelback was a thing. Avril Lavigne oh. had oh, yeah. some music that was anti-Britney. Alicia Keys was still doing things. You t- <laughs> the, the year kind of just sucked. I mean, if maybe yeah. it was post post nine eleven year. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. Uh, Disney Audrey released its animated classic Lilo and Stitch, and you know what else they released? They released a little movie called Tarzan and Jane. Wow, they did. They did. But you know what else? Mm. Uh, I did a little digging myself, Dan, and I found the theme park attendance, North America theme park attendance for the year of 2002. They are in this order. (laughs) The Magic Kingdom had 14 million attendees. That was down 5% from the previous year, which is interesting because it was post 9-11. Disneyland, 12.7 million, which was up 3%. Epcot, was 8.3 million down 8%. MGM Studios, 8 million down 4%. Disney's Animal Kingdom, 7.3 million down 6%. Universal Studios Florida in sixth place with 6.9 million down 6%. But Islands of Adventure in its first full year, 6.1 million, which is up 10%. In the number eight spot, Universal Studios Hollywood with 5.2 million up 10%. SeaWorld Orlando, 5 million down 2%, and believe it or not, coming in dead last, Disney's California Adventure, 4. Point, oh. <laughs> That's a lot. 4.7 million down 6%. In addition, Disneyland Resort, or excuse me, Tokyo Disneyland received 13 million visitors this year, way down from nearly 18 million in 2001. Tokyo Disney Sea receives 12 million visitors this year. That's it. All right, I'm going to turn Amazing. down the volume yeah, on the Cash Grab All Star sound. And yeah, we're going to have one. There we go. <laughs> I Spoiler also warning. did yes. my own little bit of digging and Ooh, found wait. some belly button lint. <laughs> oh, all the way from 2002. Yeah. Wow. It's, Petrified. <laughs> what are you I'm doing? Kidding. 
I'm were just you digging messing. for Lint while we were talking? No, no. I was just thinking, like, I should pay more attention to these numbers, but then I kind of zoned out. No, I'm so no, sorry. Everybody that's, did. Yeah, Don't that's worry. usually why I play the music. Um, hey. The music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this could be, this could be a level of, uh, Soup Mario Kart or something, you know? Totally. Yep. That's well, my music. That's my ranting music on the Supreme Resort. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Audrey, if you find anything petrified, you should hold on to it just in case you want to give a really good anniversary gift. Oh, <laughs> like the, Walt uh, did with the tree. That's like the 27th anniversary <laughs> gift. Yeah. You know? yeah, petrified wood. No, I'll give you some petrified wood. Hey. Oh, hey. Do we have a trailer? Um, so, yeah. We have a trailer. We have a trailer? Oh, yeah, we oh have a trailer. Oh, my gosh. We've got everything in this episode. we want to talk episode. about what happened in this? Yeah. So, I always forget the format, and that's just become fun for me. Oh, so, yeah. I've decided not to try to remember. Do we talk about what we thought it was first? <laughs> I don't. I never do it. So, I've Audrey? Got a, I've got a fun one. Here we I, go. All right. Go for it. Uh, it's Tarzan and Jane, also known as The Matrix with Bananas. Ooh. Yeah. So Tell it's me an more. earlier version of the Matrix where some people are, you know, the batteries, they're plugged in as humans and some are mapped onto animals. So like the gorillas are actually people in the Matrix. Um, the agents are the jaguars or mm-hmm. panthers, melanistic panthers, melanistic panthers. tigers. There's there's leopards and panthers and crocodiles. In this All right. Film. I should have paid more attention oh while we were watching cats. Just kidding. Totally. Um so uh yeah, that's it. And then uh Tarzan is uh, you know Neo and Jane is Trinity and Morpheus um is maybe the elephant or something. I don't know. I haven't really thought it too far out, but that's my that's my concept. The elephant is Tantor, played right. by one and only Scraping the Vault All-Star, <gasps> Mr. Jim Cummings. <laughs> Lots of All-Stars in this one, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll get into it. So okay. here's what I thought. Uh, and these are just kind of bullet points, and then I have a plot point that I mentioned, I, I put it down as a, <laughs> there's no way it's going to be this. <laughs> um, and let's just hear what you have to say about it. Uh, there's going to be a female villain. Mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell mm-hmm. will be back, but only for like a very small amount, mm-hmm. like just enough that they can cover it in the trailer. And the funny, the funny one is Tarzan and Jane fight jungle crime. Um, mm. if and only. that's kind of what the movie Not is. <laughs> Here's the trailer. Disney's Tarzan captured our imagination uh-huh. and carried us away to a world of adventure. The Two story worlds. continues okay. in an all new movie. Starring your favorite characters. That's all to the fun of us themselves. Disney's Tarzan and Jane, premiering only on Disney DVD and video. 
July 9th, 2002. What's uh, what's missing from this trailer? Um, everything. They didn't have yeah. any dialogue. They didn't have any, like, you know, zippy one-liners. It's mm. just the song. Well, neither did the movie. Yeah. I think they <laughs> right. knew what movie <laughs> they were making a trailer for. Guys, I liked it. No, no you didn't. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. Liar. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, I would watch no. it again. What? Why? Why would yeah. you do that? I would watch it again. <laughs> it's. I liked it. No, I don't know. I liked it. This has uh, got to be a bit. How could you? No, it's not. It really I, isn't. Uh, oh, Listen, there was a through line. It wasn't no, discombobulated. There was, oh God. Okay. There, it was the, even the the segments tied back to the main point of the thing. It was oh, thought no. through. It wasn't segmented. Like, let's just throw a bunch of stories together, like the Cinderella one. It's, it's all connected. You're being very generous. I liked it. Wow. I'm shocked. A rift has formed. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm legitimately shocked. It's just, it's, it's, it, this is bad. It's bad. I thought nope. I could trust you. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you like? Did you did they did like Phil Collins perform at your like college graduation or something? <laughs> Phil or? Collins is sitting next to Jimmy Phil. holding a gun. <laughs> Phil Collins babysitter or something. You mean like Robert? <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, you know Phil Collins is only in this thing for fifteen seconds. It's the too amount too of long. time it's too long. But it was well. The film is only seventy five minutes. Maybe the Phil Collins part is too long. But I'm gonna I. I'm going to try to convince you mm. that it was a good good movie. Wow. Did you, you... did you get the pictures that I was sending? To <laughs> yeah, but those are from like some deviant art stuff. No, that was actually from the movie. Every single one was from the movie. Huh. Is Jimmy pulling an Audrey and watching the wrong movie? <laughs> <laughs> Lion King one and a third, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what we talked about, guys. So... Um, <sighs> Yeah, all right. So let's talk about it because we need to break this thing that I need to break it down. And I need to explain to our listener exactly what happened in this film. <clears throat> so, Tarzan and Jake. Yeah. We open with a lovely zoom in shot over the ocean to the jungle through the thick vines to a mountain and beautiful waterfall. Oh, yeah. A, they waste no time. Oh, no my time. God. Oh, no. No, I thought the, I thought the opening was like the, the production company preview thing. You know what I mean? Like at the beginning of a movie where you have the production company or the distribution company and their logo that's what i thought it was yeah and they have like three seconds to do it properly also the i think this is the quickest cgi uh shot we've had so far it is lovely cgi until we zoom in on tarzan who is (laughs) very hand-drawn oh god (laughs) it's the The, most hand-drawn the title card is up for like one second so blink and you'll miss it yeah um so we Tarzan's very hand drawn. I paused it and I counted the lines. There's like five lines on his entire figure. But anyway, um, we hear the melodious, dulcet uh, tones of Master <laughs> Phil Collins don't in a refrain of two worlds, one family, but we have added a duet female oh, yeah. voice. So which okay. sounds here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. You know how <laughs> Phil Collins sounds like a goddamn robot when he sings sure <laughs> because it's due to studio techniques that he learned from robert plant artful musicians that actually like 
have a vision. Is Phil Collins the Michael Bay of musicians? Ooh, Here's, that's a okay. good analogy. No, because Michael, like, no, I know Michael what Bay, makes a good movie. Explosions. No, because Michael Bay has a has an overarching like vision. Phil Collins does okay. not. Phil Collins, yeah, he does. I think, um, hmm. like he has a style. Phil Collins, it he's he's a very very good um, studio drummer, like really really solid. A lot of musicians that I respect have used him as a drummer, but then what this dip has done is he has taken the studio techniques that these you know art rock prog rock people have put together for like purposes fraggle rock fraggle rock people they've they've pioneered for creative purposes and then he says oh i know i think i'll just make a song about that about i had an air tonight ha ha and he is a turd (laughs) oh oh just you wait just you wait for our musical choice (laughs) so Uh, but this this go ahead hold on I right. I'll be done. Well, two seconds. I'll, I'm I'll drop it. I, <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Thirty seconds into it, and I paused it, and I had to brace myself because I was just like, I can't handle this mm, because yeah. this is what happens. You know how Phil Collins? You know how that that robot thing? It's a limiter that he uses and some other reverb vo- voice effect things that are just subtle enough that you don't catch it unless you know to catch it. Guess what they do? They get another. <laughs> vocalist a female vocalist and they do the same thing to it and it sounds like absolute trash and it points out everything that's awful about phil collins and (laughs) it adds it to somebody else it's doubly bad double plus not good bad phil collins come at me bro or or this is a refrain of two worlds one family and that female voice is representing that now Jane is part of Tarzan's family. It's unexcusable. That (laughs) that vocal treatment is terrible and to have someone else do it to their own voice. Like it's one thing if Phil Collins does it to him, but then when you have someone else, like we recognize it as like, Oh, that's Phil Collins. He just sings like a damn robot. But then you have this other voice come in. You're like, it's like, Oh, no, don't don't involve other people, Phil. At this point, mm-hmm. listener, we're safe <laughs> because this is the end of Phil Collins in this film. If you want we to listen to old hours. red, yeah, oh, and if you want that, then you can listen to a, a show that I did called "Dan Hates the Beatles." Universal music is slowly taking it down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, get it while it's hot. It's nothing but me yelling about music. That uh, means you guys made it. Yeah, what? totally. You yeah, got them it. after you. They're taking the show down. That's honestly we awesome. did. We wanted a cease and desist from either Yoko Ono or uh, oh, that'd be or, that'd be the dream. Right That's now. wild. Good yeah. job. Or from Lacroix because we <laughs> we kept talking about how they were our sponsor and they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yes. Tarzan and Jane they swing through the trees in the jungle and they stop. And Jane has other things to do, so she can't swing around all day. The original voice cast is not here at all. (laughs) Nobody from the original movie. But Jane is played by Olivia Diabo, who was the big sister on The Wonder Years. And she was amazing in the movie Greedy. I had a huge crush on her, Olivia Diabo, (laughs) who is a British girl. Hmm. Didn't know that. 
She plays a British girl in Greedy. Greedy's a really good movie. It Michael J. Fox, uh, you know. Uh, but you think this is good. Kirk, stop it. <laughs> Kirk, what? Listen, I didn't say it was good. I said I liked it. I'm, uh, this is compared okay. to the rest of the films in this library we're going through. I still think maybe Extremely Goofy Movie is my favorite. But well, anyway. Yeah. So Jane has other things to do, but is giving some unconvincing reasons why mm-hmm. she can't play. She's yeah, not, you know. It's already Three's Company. It is. Yeah. And I thought of you a lot where it was like, <laughs> just one thing. If you said this one thing, <laughs> this problem would be solved. Uh, so then Tarzan swings away. Drain- and by the way, listener, remember this moment. Jane turns to run off. Once the coast is clear, she runs into Turk, the gorilla, formerly played by Rosie O'Donnell, who did not reprise her role, but an actress tried as best she could. Mm. Uh, And Tantor, played by Jim Cummings. He's an elephant. Mm -hmm. And they say, why are you trying to ditch Tarzan? Well, today, you see, is the first year anniversary of Tarzan and Jane's marriage. She explains that back in England, couples usually do something special for their anniversaries. So she's thinking about throwing a party. Turk and Tantor aren't quite convinced because, you know, Tarzan has difficulty fitting into her events. Like, remember that time when your three friends came to visit? Oh, no. Is this going to be another three-part episode made into a movie? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> that's that's the moment they hit me. Will any of the characters' eyes have good eye lines where they're nope. making contact? No, nope. <laughs> not at all. Will they move a lot? Yes. Uh, so at, oh. this mo- at this point, I hit pause again. And first of all, took some pictures of how terrible the animation was mm-hmm. to both of you it mm-hmm. is bad and i it's just like the the whole sequence the opening sequence where it's like moving really really fast at a breakneck speed is is like the 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 transitions are fast but the animation itself needs to be faster and better but it's not it's like slow clunky bad it's i bad. think it was bring your kid to work day at the animation studio they did and- what like anime well it's this is we'll get into it yeah it, it's it's it it's like distracting like the the animation a lot of times in these movies is not up to disney standard necessarily but it's not like jarringly bad where it's like th- are you trying <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, well yeah yeah so at this point I took those pictures. I sent them to you, to both of you. And mm-hmm. I just, just to level set, I just wrote this down for myself. So we already have all the greatest hits of these sequels. We got our fish out of water thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three's company and it's another damn storytelling movie. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a movie broken in three acts. Ugh. And but those three acts do in fact tie together. They weren't like episodes of the TV show that they tried to shoehorn in. This was thought out. Anyway, so it's a flashback. Uh, Wait, did you say is... thawed out? Like frozen? <laughs> something thought you put in the freezer for too long? Through. And oh, we better eat this because freezer it's, burn and it's going bad. Yeah, it's been in the freezer for so long that it's actually <laughs> starting to go bad and. So anyway, (laughs) we'll just put a lot of Worcestershire sauce on it. It'll taste fine. Mm, So much Worcestershire sauce on this. (laughs) Um, So there's a flashback and it started innocently enough. So the point is the setup of this is that Tarzan doesn't fit in with fancy proper things, right? Mm. Uh, Jane and Tarzan are flying. They're playing treetop tag. Just Mm. then her two friends 
or excuse me, her friends who are prim and proper Three beat friends. Tarzan with their parasols this and is tell exactly, him to let her go. This is exactly how my male, female, 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 female fanfic starts for Tarzan <laughs> and Jane plus three friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh no, they're beating him with the parasol. This is funny. And but Jane says not. nothing. She says nothing. She's just like, well, I guess life is a, just a thing that happens to you, isn't it? Well, she does explain that he's not a savage. She is her husband. After a long time. Oh, there's a lot of smacking. <laughs> she explains over tea in the treehouse. It's a little rustic, but they are happy. The treehouse was originally built by Tarzan's parents, who were, mm-hmm. of course, the Robinson family. Yeah. This was right. family treehouse. <laughs> well, and then, she was- plays, and then she plays Pocahontas 2 for them, and she says, it's kind of like this. kind of and they're like Uh, oh okay we get it mrs potts is in the movie with a tan (laughs) kind of golden mrs potts a little yeah she got a she got a membership to mystic tan yeah (laughs) and now she's she's very tan but i'm just saying tarzan is after the swiss family treehouse movie they had Mm -hmm. another child then they were eaten by a leopard Oh. And he was abandoned, mm-hmm. and that's the treehouse. Because obviously, at Disneyland, that's the Swiss Army treehouse. Is now Tarzan's treehouse. Anyway, he never knew them because they were killed by Sabor what, the what leopard. Happened, what happened to you? Like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> I just watched a fantastic I, film. I don't I'm know. <laughs> really concerned. Yeah, this you- is weird. It does start. It's starting to feel like Jimmy's got a big secret. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. <laughs> So here's my fa- here's one of my favorite segments. There's a few segments that really stood out that I really enjoyed. Um, so they were killed by a leopard. Sabor. <laughs> this word you keep saying this le- enjoy word. <laughs> so, no, this was fun because like my parents are killed by a leopard, and the girls are shocked. And then he's like in this room, and they're <gasps> and he's like he right over there. <laughs> no understand social cues. <laughs> it was but- just it, it felt funny because it was a building of like they were killed. <gasps> In this room, <gasps> right there. <laughs> it was, it was funny I guess, uh, yeah, I guess in the abstract, now that I'm no longer watching this movie and feeling like the life drain out of me, mm. um, that is funny. But right? in the moment, I was like, so I'm going to no. change your mind. Uh, mm. But this, this is enough for Jane. She interrupts and says, Tarzan, um, could you gather some food? Uh, and then he's off. And as he's out gathering fruit, Turk, the monkey, ape, gorilla tells him he needs to be careful because pretty soon jane is going to want him to wear pants she doesn't trust people who wear clothes what are they hiding (laughs) that's funny tarzan says that jane doesn't want that just then a noise and two black panthers jump out and oh no it's a sparrow which uh just no that's a that's a leper oh Uh -oh. what what yeah, the pizza? The pizza place <laughs> with the <laughs> like. Spiral. Hey, you, I know the mall's closing, but we have this. We still have this works. We still have a couple slices of this vegetarian pizza. Do you want no, some cheesy want. garlic bread bites? <laughs> Sparrow. Um, <laughs> um, so, just to clarify, Jimmy, when you say two black panthers, we're talking about the yes, animals, they are not, not a part of any n- no Marvel tie and not any uh, social injustice groups yes. these are actual animals okay they are black panthers and they come back uh mm-hmm. so tarzan grunts and they run away 
He's and, got a really threatening growl, folks. He's, <laughs> this the whole movie is so a series bad. of wild animals coming to maul humans and Tarzan saving the day. That's what this movie is about. Yeah, Tarzan's yeah, he does, a superhero. What's he getting out of all of this? He works really hard in this movie, and I feel like it's not really paying off for him. What does he get, Audrey? Um, how about love? Uh, yeah. Access to high society? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get into my class argument, but it, it exists in this one as well. Uh, <laughs> and and I just find it interesting that while I was watching this movie, in that moment, I had a reaction that was very unique to these movies and having watched so many of them, which was um, those animals might never come back. And it would ju- it would just fit with how these movies work. Like but they, they probably do. Will. That's why yeah. this movie is better because it's... there is a through line and there is continuity and callback. Mm. That doesn't. But you're right. It doesn't mean it's. it's I, I I get what you're saying, but it's still a bad. It's a bad movie. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. is there's a reason it came out on video? Oh no, Jimmy's drinking the Kool Aid. No, I'm saying it's not great. It's not a great movie. There's a reason it came out on video, not in theaters, but I enjoyed it. We cut back to Jane and her friends. They say, Tarzan's not the kind of man they thought she would end up with. By the way, failing the Bechdel test right out of the gate. Oh, it's full on Lectab. They do pat no, it passes because eventually they stop talking about Tarzan and the female characters have names. So Yeah, that's true. Although I read an article, Bechdel is a woman, an actual person. And she wrote, she wrote Fun Home, which is a really good Broadway musical. And uh, I think it was autobiographical. It's a good musical. Uh, and uh, she does a lot of great work. Anyway, um, they understand why she picked Tarzan because, you know, he Oh, boy, swole. do they. They he are swole. so horny for him. Especially the short, <laughs> yeah. obligatory short, fat one. Yes. Very. But she is no longer the proper lady they went to finishing school with. But she says, by the way, I like this line as well. I'm still that proper lady you went with to finishing school. I mean, with whom you went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, finishing school. In fact, she has planned a picnic for tomorrow. You'll see here in the jungle, we can be quite civilized. Mm-hmm. Just then, Tarzan jumps in with a spear full of fruit and announces, I have fruit. And takes a juicy <laughs> bite right there off the spear. Jane sighs. Uh, okay. It was a really fun movie to watch because it was so bad. And this was just silly. See? You said fun. It was fun, but I hated mm-hmm. it. Okay. It's awful. You hate, Audrey hates fun, listener. Well, we know I hate fun. That's yeah, well documented. Well, you destroy fun. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do. We cut to the next day. No, that's not true at all. You cut to the next day, planning the picnic. Jane is very excited because she is. Uh, she was famous back in England for her picnics. She asks Tarzan, you know, casually. Wait, wait, on- wait. What, I, did that is, – is that a thing? I didn't even catch that. It's new canon. And she said she was famous, famous for, for her, her picnics. picnics. They're so going to do badminton. So yeah. it's like someone being not only the, the best bouncer but the second best bouncer she in the world. She was a socialite. Like, yeah. I, this movie is So casually <laughs> she asks Tarzan to put on his father's suit, which the leopard didn't eat. Uh, and then Turk, of course, at the window says, goodbye, Vines. Hello, pants. But 
Tarzan refuses. And she's mm-hmm. like, it has nothing to do with her being embarrassed by him, but that in civilized society, people don't wear loincloths. He yes. says he is not going to be something he's not, and he swings away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We cut to the picnic. Jane in her proper dress, like the original OG dress that was then modified to be her new costume, but she had anyway. Yeah. Um, so then, so that way, if you want to go visit her at Walt Disney World or Disneyland mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. use uh, concierge, um, <laughs> if then you, you 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 will know exactly what to expect. That's right. But then you'll see um, a w- weird person in a full body stocking for Tarzan. Uh-huh. Wait, what? Full oh, you don't know about stock. that? Oh, because they can't show that much skin? Can't show any skin. So Tarzan's basically wearing like a giant like... A muscle pan- suit? Uh, oh, more like pantyhose, uh, body, body hose. Wow. I wonder if that's changed now that you can have tattoos and stuff. I don't know. You can be all swole. You can show tattoos at Disney? Yeah. Oh yeah, employees totally can changing. earrings, yeah. facial hair, nose yeah. rings. Wow. Yeah, they're they're all about inclusivity now, right? Employees can swear at the guests. That's right. <laughs> this place is really Especially going Mickey. downhill. Um, King imagination. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the park today, kids. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> That's one for me. Um, I already passed my three. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably going to keep going. Does that so, make me the winner? You totally yeah, won. So far. <laughs> oh, what do, what do I win? Uh, Five stories tro- at the end. You get, um, how about tropical production music while Jimmy talks about the picnic? Yay. Yeah. So we cut to the picnic. Jane in her proper dress, followed by the ladies who are nervous about being deep in this jungle. There's a python. They settle into her paradise for a picnic. Tarzan, she says, was unable to attend. We cut to Tarzan sitting in a tree, and Jane's father comes up high in the trees to find him hey, to discuss. Here I come. Hello. Yeah, basically, he's the son. He explains to Tarzan. Me yes. depressed. Which he explains to Tarzan that, that Jane grew up in a society that people value what others think of you more than what you think of yourself. Yeah. Which, of and course, doesn't make any sense okay. to Tarzan. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's a it's an interesting social commentary. Others think, but uh, you, you value what others think more of what you think of yourself. And that if you want to learn sense. more about this, listen to our Supreme Resort episode where we talk about the uh, Grand Floridian versus the Grand California. Oh, totally. That was a good one. The first time was better. The professor <laughs> agrees that he agrees that that's silly. But consider this. Jane lives in your jungle world every day. Wouldn't it be nice if you lived in her civilized world for one day? That That makes a lot of sense to Tarzan. Super cool point. The dad, I like the dad a lot in the movie. What a, what a, what a character. Yep. My gripe is that they were very lazy about animating him by slapping (laughs) a big bushy mustache. (laughs) I mean, he's 75% mustache, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So just shake that mustache around and it'll look like this character's talking. Yeah, it's it's yes. like it's uh what's that Dr. Seuss character that's like a Wilfred Brimley? Horton hears who? Uh I think it's the Lorax. Lorax, totally. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. Yeah, he does look the Lorax. Yep. Um <clears throat> so Tarzan agrees, he swings away, leaving the professor high in the tree 
High in the treetops where you can't get down another moment that I will enjoy later on. Back to the picnic. The ladies are loving it. Perhaps the jungle isn't so savage after all. Then the two panthers jump out, scare the ladies. These ladies are frightened. If you you had your eyes closed, do you think it was a a cougar Mm -hmm. or a mountain lion? Because the Mm -hmm. sound effects are misleading. Also... Uh, it might be too early to, to mention this, but the mixing is really Ooh. bad in this movie. You can, uh, like, the the diegetic sounds are way too loud. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. It wasn't just you guys. I thought it was just me. Because, like, that, uh, the, yeah. the vocal thing was, towards the end especially, was, like, silence and everything right. else was hyper loud. The music right. and the uh, oh, like, thank God jungle ambiance was just No, it, it's terrible. Way off. And I ne- even needed – I don't have the time stamp on it, but I even had to do like a, an A-B because, you know, I'm an audio guy. Um, <laughs> and like the first half – I mean it's a horrible movie that it's I don't know why anyone would like it. But then uh, there's hey. a point at <laughs> – there's a point where it just switches okay, to like Thank God. the mastering just being like – it was someone's first go with yeah. like logic or something and they just didn't understand like any of it. I think that okay. kind of fits with the animations uh, quality too, because between the three vignettes, I think that's the word for it again. Uh huh. Yeah, that's fair. The episodes, the style of the characters changes. So maybe like three different production studios had their hands yeah. on well, it. Three different crews did for sure. It was directed yeah. by different people. Yep. But yeah. they slapped it together and made it one movie instead of being. Nope, it was thought through. No, nah. um, I so no. okay. I I kept trying to think like, what does this movie feel like? And the whole thing really feels quality wise. All of it, it feels like you know when you stay at one of those like off brand hotels or motels rather on like Catella Avenue on the other side of the fifty seven, mm-hmm. and it's like That's very specific. It, yeah. And they have like kind of princess and kind of pirate and kind of cowboy <laughs> theming and you're like I think this is supposed to be a Disney connection but but they don't have the rights they don't well they don't have the rights and it's like are they trying or is it just they let their children in here one day and the well, kids don't know any different just like these movies they're made for kids they don't know any different that's mm-hmm. not a that's not a good excuse, though. Well, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just explaining. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened to you? So the ladies are scared. There's, I'm worried. There's no, course... Dan, Dan, you're the defensive one. <laughs> it's true. We're going to gaslight you now. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's, of course, the obligatory short, fatter one who's all thirsty for Tarzan. So Jane pleads with these panthers. Don't make us your dinner. Look at us. We're all thin. And then you cut the chubby one who's sucking everything in. And then she says, the English taste quite gamey. They give Chase up a tree. Just as the Panthers are about to reach them, they run off because the tree is going to break. It does. And the ladies fall on the tree into the rushing river. Four English roses ride big wet log. (laughs) Wink. Whoa. Whoa. Is that your next... Fetish movie? <laughs> yeah, that's my. That's that. It's a series of fanfics or one shots, if you will. So, like the first one is the parasol scene. 
that one's more mm-hmm. fluffy and fun. And then this mm-hmm. one is, you know, this one's a little bit more uh, hurt comfort because they're scared because they're going to ride down a river rapid on a big old log. And, you know, they they have to turn to each other for support. And then the third one I haven't written yet. Okay. But you can Maybe find we'll all there. this on fanfiction.net. <laughs> My author name is um, <laughs> Aud- Audrey's Robinson Treehouse. There you go. <laughs> you nailed it. By the way, the, the cougar sound effect that you're talking about, I it needs just a touch more attention because, listener, if you're wondering, is it this very same cougar sound that I hear in uh Tarzan's like everything house. and Tarzan's mm-hmm. treehouse and like just the just the stock like oh if i were to search Rawr! for yeah if i were to say like <laughs> uh stock cougar sound on youtube like the first result that shows up or like if you that. watch tim and eric it's the yes. sound that the booger makes i'm gonna take your word for it which is a half bear half cougar <laughs> it's a cinco product yeah uh, yeah, it's that sound, and it's that sound several times. Or in the song "Rat," uh, the Ratatat song, you know, uh, they're like big yes. hit. It's like wow, yeah, And then the Panthers <laughs> jump onto the tree with the ladies, and they approach. Jane tries to beat them off. Wait, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, just then. That's in Audrey's fanfic. Yeah. They hit the rapids and they smash into a boulder. The log splits in two. Panthers on one. Jane and friends on the other. The river divides. And the two parties float along their separate ways. Yeah. Okay. And the, the tree, the, tree <laughs> the size of the tree changes many different times. It sure does. Yeah. It, it's um, Or the people change size. I Possibly. Know. I mean, probably it's the latter because <laughs> the animation style. They just draw them different sizes, but the here's, log is here's the same. The, this is the thing. Disney's <laughs> like the gold standard of animation. I understand that, like, you know, you're going to have a few that aren't great. I get that. I totally. Th- but this is like, this is like, you would find this at like, the, the like big lots in the DVD. Like, it's like Tarzan with like, like spelled weird It'd be like trz dash a n n e yeah and like you'd look at the production company and it's like some weird like belarusian like, like animation company it's like what <laughs> varner Listen, brothers they, they, <laughs> they blew their their budget on that opening cgi segment <laughs> they sure did or wow. maybe it was all the, <laughs> the royalties to phil collins <laughs> well, for that 30 seconds of audio yeah. and they're like look phil we have nothing else in this movie we're doing the best we can i don't care it's still gonna be a bunch of money <laughs> what, what does the sultan have to do with this <laughs> all right it's this now dusk it's now dusk, the ladies made it to shore, and are not pleased with their predicament in this savage jungle. Jane assures them she's learned a lot, a thing or two from Tarzan, and if there's anyone who lives, eats, and breathes the jungle, it's Tarzan. Immediately cut to Tarzan and his friends at the picnic, Tarzan looking uncomfortable in his suit. He investigates the abandoned picnic, he sniffs around, and can tell the panthers were there. He smells around and is piecing together what has happened, and they're off to find Jane and friends. But guys, 
Could have been Tarzan compromised. He compromised. He showed up in the suit. Yeah, that was a cool move. I really liked that. Yeah, and then he rips it off immediately because you know, well, because they're not there. Yeah, well, people are here. They're here for the gun show, really. Well, (laughs) that's true. And those Uh, cool dreadlocks. Am I right, ladies? (laughs) (laughs) They are lovely too. They're long and flowing. Uh, Jane and friends are lost and angry. Jane tries to assure them she lightens their load by removing their proper attire and they're off. Yeah, it's apparently Jane's fault that the jungle sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, but she, mad. she, I like Jane because she like takes control and she says, hey, ladies, let's just listen to me. I'm going to keep you safe. Take off your stupid dresses. Yeah, take off the petticoats and the not in the shoes and get more comfortable, live in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lesson here, guys, that we're going to get to in a second, but we all learn lessons. Tarzan compromises because, listen, Jane sacrificed her life to be with Tarzan in the jungle. So mm-hmm. he sacrifices a day, puts on a suit. But he's got incredible senses, so he chases after him. Um, and Jane, Jane, this is the lesson. Jane tell oh, first of all, she lightens their load, and then... Jane convinces the ladies to use the reeds to breathe underwater to avoid the panthers. That was pretty cool. Who are also in pursuit. Jane then tells the ladies that they need to listen to her to survive and that this is the jungle, not a garden party, and she should never have pretended it was. Yeah. That's her lesson. That's her she that's her movement. Just then, the Panthers attack and Tarzan yells and fights the Panthers. It was too bright. His yell was missing so much. It was bad. I hate it. It's Thank terrible. You. That's right, Audrey. You tell Everybody, them. I'm angry. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're learning lessons all over the place. Come the on, ladies- Jimmy, work with me here. <laughs> Talk about how awful Phil Collins is. Yeah. <laughs> the ladies are quite impressed at Tarzan and are pulled to safety <laughs> it by sounded Turk- like that. Turk and Tantor. Yeah, it wasn't great. A musical theater Tarzan, not like a... (laughs) Like when musical theater people play like, like do like rock opera covers of things. Exactly. Like, I can make this sound more pop. I'm rocking. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah, so Tarzan continues the fight. Jane helps. And they knock the Panthers off the cliff into the river. The ladies are converted. They tell Jane how lucky she is. And the next day, they give a sobbing they, farewell. Okay, they all but talk about his dick. Like, it's so... Well, it, it, it's not... It's super horny. They're all horny for Tarzan. They're very flirty. Sorry. They're very flirty. Yeah. But by the way, in Act 3... They come back because – and I'll, I'll get to it later. Uh, they tell Jane how lucky she is. The next day, they give a sobbing farewell. Tarzan asks Jane if she misses London. Sometimes, but she really has changed, and she likes it. Then she challenges Tarzan to a game of treetop tag. Cut to the professor still high up in the tree where he coached Tarzan, who is still calling down for help. Cute. I thought that was funny. It was very That was cute. a really adorable button. I like exactly. That. Thank you yeah, very that much. Fine. That was fine. But the transition here is where I was like, "Oh, damn! I forgot this was 
a story within a story, and I yeah. get upset. Yeah. <laughs> because now we come back to the present where Jane's still trying to figure out what to do for their anniversary. Clearly, they can't have a party because Tarzan can't handle the high society stuff. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Um, we're back to the present. There's some right. sidekick, sight gags. And so they let's just say, remove him from society rather than saying to the high society people like, hey, we're in the jungle. So kind of like lower your expectations. Which she does. Phase. At the end, she's like, listen, I was wrong. I should never have pretended this was anything else than the jungle. It is. And I like it. And I've changed. And I'm into it. Yeah. Just saying. Classes. So there's some sidekick sight gags, and they say two-ton butt for the kids, I guess. Um, then Turk suggests a party for their one-year anniversary is not the way to go. Clearly, I, we've learned that from our flashback. I kind of like that idea of, like, for the kids, I guess. That's like <laughs> yeah, I mean, scraping the vault in a nutshell. Yeah. you got to say two-ton butts. I guess um, for the kids. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the the tagline that's the subtitle for scraping the vault I, <laughs> scraping I, the vault i guess for the kids so it's, i have a couple <laughs> things a couple things in my memory notes uh this movie is a cry for help um <laughs> <laughs> this is the captain kids buffet of movies mm-hmm. um which is it, again a ringing endorsement go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um dan it, yeah it sounds like you really like this movie. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's what I'm getting. I, I yeah, I think what I'm learning about myself, maybe if not just this whole show or this episode, is that the the torture that I will willingly put myself through for, with like weird locational experiences, um, does not translate to consumption of media one bit. Like I, I do not. Like I'll I'll eat the scariest thing at the buffet and be like that was trash and it was wonderful, but mm. then when it comes to like any sort of media like music or movies or something, I do have a stand. This this is this is this is this... not good bad. This is bad. <laughs> and, and and I just another thought. I think first of all we need to make that uh, Disney sequel the musical um, where we take all of our expertise about Disney sequels and we make it into a musical. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch it, a movie now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's going to open with you're watching a movie now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the storyline should include definitely uh, Three's Company elements, mm-hmm. but also um, not it, – it goes beyond being a series of stories and it's – a cutaway story, and then in that we cut away to another story, oh, God. and then another memory, and then it, like it's it's Inception. <laughs> I think that that's how we end scraping the vault. Is we take <laughs> elements from all the fifty whatever movies we watch, yeah, yeah, and we we just put together the perfect straight to video Disney sequel. Are we the characters in the musical? Yeah, then? yeah, we sure are. Oh, we write the music. I love this idea. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Jane agrees that a party may be not the way to go for an anniversary, but maybe just a gift exchange. So Turk and Tantor are like, they're intrigued, right? They're like, what kind of gifts do people give each other on the civilized world? Jane suggests a box of candy, a dozen long stem roses, or a setup for the next flashback, like a rare gem, like a diamond. 
Oh. And then, and then, and then everyone tells her, do you know how those things are made? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it all started with a company called De Beers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you probably know the actual story, don't you, Audrey? Uh, loosely. Um, Go ahead. De Beers. <laughs> I'll add the Dan. music later. So it all started in London, and they were in a pub, and people were like, we're going to sail our ships to the new world to find gold. But, you know, having a ship was expensive, and Uh it was dangerous to cross the ocean. Sometimes the ships didn't make it back. So uh, people in the bar were like, well, I'll put some money up for you in case (laughs) you don't come back. And then, you know. Diamond insurance. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. So Turk reminds her, remember the last time Tarzan gave you a diamond? Oh, yes. She <laughs> sadly remembers it like it was yesterday. <laughs> what I want to happen is for her to just sound. go, no, I don't. And they just move on. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, um, uh, I wanted to mention that another thing that I had, Another issue that I have with this movie, aside from like the the bad mixing, is the really obvious musical stings for everything. You know, like, uh oh, something funny's happening. Here's a mm-hmm. here's an oboe, like, or you know, but it's every or, two seconds, and it is it's like there's no dead air, there's no space for the conversation to happen. It's just like, quick, fill this dead air with a sound effect. Rawr! I think whoever did the soundtrack was aware that the movie was like emotionally vacant. Yeah, you have to fill it. <laughs> uh, so our next flashback, we cut Put to a boat Put some Worcestershire dock. sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is beyond Worcestershire. Can... This is like, this is tartar sauce. Okay, A1, barbecue <laughs> Ooh, <yeah>. sauce, mayo. <laughs> the soundtrack is pepper. the Worcestershire sauce of this film. <laughs> Uh, so we cut to a boat dock and a boat coming into dock that can only be described as an empty jungle cruise boat. Uh, with only the must, the mustached, the mustached captain and two men who seem to be hunters of some kind or clearly villains on account of the music that is playing <laughs> underneath them. We cut to Dumont's trading company where the two are trying to hire a guide. The two falsely claim to be volcanologists who wish to explore the volcanoes on the far side of the island. Evil volcanologists. Mm-hmm. Dumont suggests that there is only one man who can help, who knows the jungle better than even the animals. His name is Tarzan. So uh, the blonde guy looks kind of like crack stuntman from HomestarRunner.net. He's like <laughs> weird blockish face, bad yellow blonde hair. Um, and like, you know, broad chested. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Dumont says that Tarzan, what, we need music for things Audrey says that I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just feeling that like, oh no, sorry. There's a lot of dead air. <laughs> no, I, I, I got it. I know what sure Star Runner is. I know what it is. Thank God. I, yeah. Uh, uh broad chested. Uh, um, yeah, so he's like, Dumont's like, he's not going to be easy to convince. And Dumont, by the way, is a French guy who is mm-hmm. voiced by René Abergenois, who uh-huh. is the, he's the child of French people. And very likely the biggest <laughs> get in this movie, he's done like 
230 films, a lot of voice work. He was the Reverend in The Patriot, starring Mel Gibson. Oh, hmm. I love that movie. Yeah, he's really good. Anyway, that was the first R-rated movie I remember watching, and the part where know. the guy gets his leg blown off by a totally. cannon really yeah. messed me up. I liked that movie. I, I don't. I I watch it but, every time it's on. But you enjoyed this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, Dan? I no, I you can't will. stop talking about how much it's your favorite movie that we've ever watched. So, and because the the store the store owner is French, that mm. means he's also horny, which we will find out. Yes, later. he is, and he, we will see that later when he makes a pass at Jane. Yeah. Uh, the fake volcanologist tell Dumont that he is going to use money to talk for him, and Tarzan doesn't speak that <laughs> language. Suckers. Just then, the door busts open and the captain of the Jungle Cruise boat is thrown in. Tarzan says he will do worse to him if he ever catches him trying to hurt or a hunt in this jungle again. And he breaks the rifle that he was holding. With his bare hands. Bare hands. Yep. And then he runs off. Mm -hmm. Yes, those are the sounds he makes as he's running off. So one of the the Vulcan, the blonde one, uh, says, "Who was that savage?" And Dumont says, "That would be Batman. your guide." Cut to the two men immediately who are searching for Tarzan, and they find him immediately as Tarzan be drops like Spider Man from the tree. <laughs> our guide and take us through the jungle, <laughs> through the vines upon the trees, up in the clouds are in the sky. <laughs> I am French. You are not. Here we are. This no, no, no. Is I, I need my cut of the soundtrack if you're going to do that. <laughs> Put this bad effect on your voice. Bill Collins. Put this bad effect on your voice and harmonize with yourself way too high. Dan, can you do that in post, please? <laughs> I'll try. I mean, it's kind of like. Your best friend, Phil Collins, is here. Kind of like a Frankenstein's monster, really. I mean, I mean, I honestly, I tried looking up how, like, the, the search was. Why does why does Phil Collins' voice sound like that? And like, there's a bunch of people who're just like, well, we don't know, but here's what we think it might be. <laughs> Science can't explain it. <laughs> They're like, wait, well, we think there's a limiter. We think there's a noise gate. Some kind of reverb. It's all seventies tech. Good we God. don't know. <laughs> He's like the Darth Vader of eighties pop music. <laughs> it's all held together by some black magic. <laughs> For as much as you hate this movie, yeah, certainly are keeping the conversation going a long time. Hey, you know, I'm sleep deprived, and for me, that works in the opposite direction of how it works for you. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, they find Tarzan immediately. He drops like Spider-Man about to kiss Mary Jane from the trees. And they introduce themselves as Johannes and Mercus. The two fake analogists <laughs> say they need a guide to study the volcano. Tarzan looks at him. He's not buying it. He says, yeah. you're not here to study anything. And he turns to leave. Wait, He's I, a good okay. judge of character. He is in the whole movie. through you. Okay. You found us out. The truth is, we're here to find diamonds. What are diamonds, says Tarzan. Johannes shows him a diamond. Diamonds are precious stones. They are very valuable. Tarzan doesn't understand why. They then explain that women expect diamond rings when they get married, and they want to find some to sell. 
And you should spend like three months income on a diamond yeah, ring. Two months income. And the one guy's like, you whoa, don't whoa, make whoa. Very We're going to settle months. for two months income. That's what no, he no, says no. in the movie. Wait, what? No. Really? He does. Yeah. Mercus <laughs> turns to him and says, you don't make enough in two months. Oh my gosh. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's Details. They don't know that Tarzan is all about juicing right now. <laughs> and he's got all sorts of juice blends that he's he's he, he's gonna he's at the bottom level right now but like he's got the t-shirts he's got all the merch he's got the the bumper stickers he's gonna make it to tier three the golden tier the golden mm-hmm. diamond tier that's um, when he gets he has, a pink corvette golden diamond right yeah it's the golden diamond tier it's not the triple diamond deluxe pyramid uh, tier where mm. that's where you basically are able to just generate money with the power of your mind. Yeah. You get um, invited into the temple. Yeah, yes. Well, convention center. <laughs> Cause <laughs> it's not a cult. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Is this a, a Scientologist? Half no, MLM, it's half like a, yeah, yeah. It's Mormon. like a shake, shakeology stuff. Like, yeah, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the whole thing about that on John Oliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And um, if any of you listening to this are especially litigious, John Oliver and us have nothing but glowing things to say about those things. That's right. Uh, Tarzan thinks now that Jane's going to be expecting a diamond. And he considers them. He says he'll think about it, and he runs off. Mercus does not trust Tarzan. But Johanna says, we don't need to trust him. We just need to use him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know they're evil. Uh, yeah. Then we cut to the treehouse at night. Tarzan asks Jane about English weddings. She excitedly goes on and on about how wonderful they are and how great diamond rings are. But then Having he notices your teeth done up, teeth especially. whitened and, and curled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tarzan then looks sullen, so she notices that. And she's like, "Oh, but you know, English weddings are all the same, and you know, their wedding was wonderful after all. Who else can say they had a gorilla as a maid of honor?" <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about your mother-in-law. <laughs> Sorry, my fridge compressor just went on. Oh, Did I didn't you hear, hear that. Is that a compressor? That's what that is. Sure. Okay. The next morning, Tarzan is off. He tells Jane vaguely that he'll be back at some point and agrees right. to guide the men he's, to find diamonds. He's off to the office like always. Yeah, exactly. He'll be back later or tomorrow or <laughs> yeah, soon. Or I'll be back. It's- Tarzan cheating on Jane? That's what she thinks. So but so he's like, okay, guys, I will help you find the diamonds only if I can get one for Jane. They agree, and they are off. Tantor the elephant is loaded up with all their gear. And now we know these guys are evil because when the elephant trips and falls down a hill, Mercus says, don't they know them crates is full of explosives? And Johannes says, well, if it explodes, at least we'll have the ivory. Dang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why we know they're evil. They're bad. Then we cut to Jane and her dad. Her dad is studying a Venus flytrap, like Audrey 2 sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What does um, he do? He's like, a scientist. <laughs> he's a professor and a scientist. What kind of science? See, like he builds radios. He's like the, the he's like the skipper and like the professor from Gilligan's Island. He kind of does everything. Okay, that explains everything. Thank you I need very to much. Know. And the rest uh, that was um, positive. That was not a positive. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, so there's this Audrey 2 kind of plant that's eating the professor, and Jane wonders why Tarzan is okay. hiding something from her. This is also in my series of fanfics. This is the okay. lore episode. If you know, you know. That's all I'm going to say. I don't. What does Tarzan <laughs> smell like in your mind? Are you oh, asking me? He's very sweaty. Uh, anyone who wants to. Oh, just uh, murky. Murky? Musty. Murky is a good word. Yeah. Murky, musty, masculine. Yeah, and some M's. Get some more alliteration yeah. there. Moldy. I bet the hair smells kind of moldy. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Matted. Matted? Um, um, monorail. Mm. <laughs> monorail green. Monorail green. Is the new the car smell? New car. <laughs> yes. Do they sell monorail in a scented candle? Uh, I would not smell. be surprised if they did. Because I know that the Pirates of the Caribbean ride yeah, candle exists. Have, Dan so. has it. I did. Yeah. Oh, it's all gone. Well, it had to go with all of my other with a lot of my other belongings when I found out oh, that my old roommate right. was a crazy person. That's mm. right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the the old days. You're in a better place. I am. Um. All right. So anyway, Jane's wondering why Tarzan's hiding something from her as the plant eats her father. He tells her he was <laughs> off to the, or he was off to the trading post. So she goes to investigate. And then we cut back to the diamond crew. They are surrounded by crocodiles and Tarzan saves them all. Rawr, with another ferocious yell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jane then goes to the trading post to inquire about Tarzan and Dumont flirts with her <laughs> inappropriately. Ugh, what a skis. And, yeah, and he tells her where Tarzan was and with whom. And then he makes a pass at her and then Ugh. she's off to find Tarzan. Maybe with Tarzan out the way. If Tarzan's out to the way. French. Oh, I am very French. Ever the French tickler. <laughs> this is his mustache. He calls it the French tickler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Savor flavor. Aww. Flavor saver. He just he just he seems like the kind of character who would remind people that he's French, like mm-hmm. regularly. Of course, I'm <laughs> French. Because you know I am French, <laughs> <laughs> and we like ladies. I am French. <laughs> Look at all of the baguettes and souffles. I have. <laughs> Good thing I live in the jungle because I don't need to wear the other arms. <laughs> because as you see, I am French. Have a souffle. <laughs> that was really close to Marie, like... the baguettes. <laughs> Back to Tarzan. They're nearing the volcano. Mercus hey, is let's, a uh, <laughs> Do you guys remember in high school when you learned about volcano shapes? Like caldera and like <laughs> Yeah, which what shape volcano would you say this one is? Because Oh, that's a good question. It's a cone. It's uh, certainly cone-ish, but I don't it's know. It's a cone volcano. It's definitely not ash cinder. No. But <laughs> and I, I saw some cumulonimbus clouds in the sky. <laughs> well, me too. Did you catch the cirrus cloud as well? Uh-huh. And the oh and the cumulo uh yeah. The strata cumulo. clouds? Oh the strata. Right. Oh man. Uh. Tectonic. <laughs> Let's Oh my god. So we know cool kid slang, right? Let's make mm-hmm. tectonic a new way to say cool. Oh, like, that oh, is so I tectonic. I, I happen to know somebody who can definitely get that moving. Oh, Asher. <laughs> Asher? Asher's going to start. Asher he's going to make he's going to make tectonic a thing. That's low-key tectonic. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
Oh, crap. <laughs> All right. Mercus is about to shoot Tarzan. This Mercus guy, this Mercus guy's got, he's <laughs> just got huge trust issues. Yeah, he does not trust Tarzan at all. Uh, but <laughs> Johanna stops him. After they find the diamonds, he can kill Tarzan. But for now, don't do it. Mercus blows a hole in the volcano with explosives. <laughs> Jane, Turk, and Dad are in pursuit, and Jane can't understand why Tarzan is keeping a secret from her. Dad believes that Tarzan's a spy for some reason. Uh, back he in the has volcano. The skills. Can we, before we get back to the volcano, I just want to mm-hmm. say this is a perfect improv scene because it's like a normal conversation made very silly by mm-hmm. them doing some ridiculous action, which is swinging on vines in the middle of the jungle. Yes. And Beautiful. Yeah. Very lovely. Um, so they're uh, back in the jungle or the volcano and they're dig, 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 digging for diamonds in the cave <laughs> and they find them and they're rich. <laughs> And this, the, and this is when the audio goes terrible yes oh, yeah. thank you it wasn't just me um they greedily collect the precious rocks and sacks just as tarzan is deciding which diamond to keep for jane mercus points his gun at tarzan and just he's about to shoot jane kicks mercus in the back they scuffle then the two crooks run off setting off explosives on their way out to trap tarzan jane and her father in the cave they're doomed Yep, these explosives have now caused the volcano to erupt. As of the course. floor melts away, Tarzan pulls them to higher ground. This episode Tarzan is low-key tectonic. Nice. <laughs> wow, Asher, I didn't know you were here. He's, he's already making out. it a thing. Yeah, he left a skateboard in my room. So. Hey, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, don't engage. The, you do not want to open this door. <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> okay, we'll talk later. Yeah. Bye, Asher. Yeah, you're right reason. though. It's low key tectonic. There's a, there's a good, real good reason why we don't hear a lot of Asher on this show. <laughs> yes. Um, so Tarzan climbs to the top of the dome of the volcano, breaks through, and pulls Jane and her dad to safety. And we cut back to the crooks on their way back to the boat dock when they're attacked by gators. Sparrow. Same gators. Also known as the Panthers of the Water. (laughs) Water Panthers. Water Panthers. The conical volcano-nosed Water Panthers. Alive handbags. This one here is an especially dangerous Water Panther. (laughs) The volcano erupts, and they they surf on a rock. Yeah, they surf on lava. Hey, surf on lava. remember that super cool scene from the first part of this movie where they're riding on a log down a river and mm-hmm. they go over a waterfall? Mm-hmm. What if that, we replace that with lava? with lava? That's true. Exactly. And tectonic. This episode is low-key tectonic. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. He's still there. <sighs> um, so we're almost done with this one. We're- <laughs> We're back to the crooks in the tree. They're they're waiting out the crocodiles, right? They're climbing up in a tree, but the magma is approaching so fast that just when it's about to be swallowed by the lava, guess who comes and saves them? Tarzan. And in flight, they drop the diamonds into the lava. We're back at the dock, no. and the two volcanologists are arrested and sent on their way. I was... For some reason, I imagine Iron Man, like the cartoon version, <laughs> coming to save them. And I was like, yeah, why not? It may as well have been that. I think, uh, I don't know if we touched on this, but 
during the suddenly vertical limit sequence where Tarzan's climbing the <laughs> wall of the volcano. Yes. Or maybe it was when they were riding the rock down the river of lava like a snowboard movie. Mm. Jane says something like, is this even possible? She does say that. Yep. And, and I don't know that it is. Dad says, no, who cares? As long as it's working. But you know what we really want them to say is, who cares? As long as it's making money for Disney. <laughs> they may as well just say, it's for it's for the kids. Who cares? Yeah. Which it's is for the kids, I guess. Which is, of course, the you know, the the vision and the mission statement of Walt Disney and his studios. <laughs> I remember because I like that time that he was sitting at the park bench. Oh and yeah! All the and knife the world fights, is collapsing and around. <laughs> people getting skinned alive, and mm-hmm. he thought to himself, "You know what? I'm going to make a place for the kids." And <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, he said for families, children, and adults to enjoy together. Yeah, like these movies. Um, no, is that really that <laughs> inclusive, though? Well, you can wear earrings now. Diamond earrings? <laughs> diamonds? Only, uh, diamonds? Only diamonds. Uh, and all tattoos must be of diamonds. Um, we're back to the present where Jane and Turk and Tantor and now her dad, they're discussing what to do for their anniversary. Obviously, they can't do a party because Tarzan can't fit in. Mm-mm. Obviously, you can't have diamonds because of that Mm-mm. thing. And it's going to just bring up bad memories. Right. So she suggests that they do dancing in the moonlight. But yeah. then... They remind her the last time mm-hmm. Tarzan danced, oh, and we flash back once again where we see two planes in an is aerial there, dogfight. Hang on. Is there any example of this format working in like an Oscar-nominated film? All of them. What? Schindler's List is basically this. Yeah. A bunch oh, of vignettes right. and flashbacks. Right. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. Last Casablanca. Emperor, it's all the same. Last Emperor. Um, yeah. yeah. It's all just a series of vignettes talking about. You know, things to not mention to the the main characters. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, if you mention anything to one of these characters that ever went not completely perfectly, that they'll just, like, fly off the handle. And Mm -hmm. you just can't. Mm -hmm. Don't say the word dance around him because of this one time that this Mm -hmm. series of events happened that dancing was marginally involved with at the beginning and somewhere towards the middle. Right, what right, Dan right. is saying is there's no reason this was not uh, nominated for an Oscar. Um, we see two planes in an aerial yeah. dogfight. They're flying in and around what appears to be Tarzan's jungle. There's one pilot with a mustache and the mm-hmm. other one without. Mm-hmm. The one without blows up the other guy's plane, but Mustache Man is okay and parachutes to the ground. The no-mustache guy looks at a picture <laughs> he has of Jane in his cockpit and says... Now he's going to put his attention on her. This is uh this in this sequence or this this third act. This is where the animation is completely loosey goosey. So like it's very very stiff looking in the first act and first kind of like you know. Uh. Anyway, it's this one in this act. It's all like the lines are extra curvy. And the the characters' faces are extra like exaggerated, mm-hmm. and it looks super weird. It's like they got the yeah the the dog it, fight they did well. Yeah, they it's it's sure. not all bad, but then there are parts of it where it's just like 
So you just took this from like a public access cable animation show or something? Because it's it's bad. Mm. But guys, this guy who shot down another plane has a picture of Jane in his cockpit. Is yeah, this, of course uh, she does because he's in this movie. It has Bradley Uppercrust the third. Oh, yeah, <laughs> from Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. That's his I'll get voice. to it. It's Robert. No, it's not the same voice. Robert is it? E. Lee. I don't know. I have to look. No, it <laughs> it's not that guy. <clears throat> we cut to the professor. <laughs> it could. We cut be. To the professor in his workshop, <laughs> where the professor's building a radio. It's a two-way radio, and yeah. it works. A waltz plays, and Tarzan and Jane clumsily dance. As they finish, the non-mustache man's plane struggles to stay in the air, and it flies right over Tarzan and Jane and lands in the river. Tarzan goes to check and is followed by Jane. It turns out this man is a handsome blonde man, and Jane is excited to see him. His name is Robert. They embrace Robert they, E. Lee. No, it's not <laughs> E. Lee. It's like, it's like Cogden or something like that. Um, but the audio was real crappy at this point, so I didn't understand. <laughs> So I'm here the, to find Jake. <laughs> the Confederate leader <laughs> lands his plane. Uh, but guys, this is set in like the 1910s. In right? 1912, so, I think is what they yeah, say in the movie. Something like that. Uh, so this guy is handsome and they know each other and they're all joyous. They unite, they hug, they have nicknames for each other. He says he came to find her because one My of the girls. Southern <laughs> <laughs> He's from England, by the way. One of the girls from the first act, guys, told everyone where Jane is, and so he came to see her because of something that happened previously in this movie. It's all tied together. Yes. The blue, blue, what, what's the blue rose of Texas doing here in the jungle? I'm going to keep, I'm, you know what, I'm going to start over. No, no, no. <laughs> keep going. Keep going, Jimmy. We have to. Um, anyway, so one of the girls smacked one and told her. That's why he came. Tarzan's very jealous, and he wants Robert out. Tarzan doesn't trust Robert because, listen, his He's eyes. Blonde. Well, no, because <laughs> oh, the other. Yeah, that's true. The diamond guy was blonde, too. But anyway, by the way, the diamond guy was blonde, and he had a redheaded companion. This this one's got a blonde and a redhead. Redheaded adversary. Yeah, redheaded, is, well, they they were companions, but a, a in good the name second for one, a band, redheaded mm, Addison. That was yeah. a good name. That's mm-hmm. what uh, my Irish get, friend calls his pubes. Is that what Asher's oh. band is called? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is he still around? He's gone. He's gone to practice his ollies and kick flips. Yeah, he he went with uh, CJ and Michaela to the skate park. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I wish I was. I wish I could hang out with those guys. They seem really fun. Well, and they're real too. Yeah, <laughs> just like you, just like just like all of us. So, uh, so Tarzan doesn't trust him because his his eyes remind him of Sabor, the leopard who ate his parents. <laughs> wait, Jimmy, wait, wait, your moment of your pensive moment was it because you you knew that we would go into another Sabaro run? <laughs> no, okay, because I'm mm. not gonna <laughs> pizza. Too bad we're not on video right now. <laughs> Just then, the professor shouts in the distance and Tarzan smells fire. They are off to find dad. 
Here, here's the thing, guys. Mm-hmm. Tarzan has been saving people this whole movie. Mm-hmm. So Tarzan swings through the trees and Jane follows and she follows down a ravine. Just as Tarzan is about to save her, Robert saves her instead. <laughs> the professor is engulfed in flames, but Tarzan quite, can't quite reach him on the vine. So Robert pull, puts out the fire with a fire extinguisher and saves the day again. I always have a fire extinguisher <laughs> on my horse that I also flew in this plane. <laughs> it's not Robert E. Lee. <laughs> oh my God. But despite all of this, Tarzan still doesn't trust Robert. Coincidence. Janet, he was just there at the right time. You know, like anyone could have done that. Well, not Tarzan, evidently. But Jane and Robert are off to tea in the treehouse. Sorry. But Robert is sneaking around trying to find something as Jane reminisces reminisces, and wonders why Tarzan is jealous. We're like brother and sister, you and I. Robert, though, is caught snooping. It turns out he's looking for a small porcelain music box that Robert gave Jane before she left to London. He claims it was his mother's and there's someone very special back home he really wants to give it to. So, she obviously goes to find it. Mm. Then, the professor is then trying to fix the radio that I guess exploded because he was engulfed in fame before. Who cares? At this point. (laughs) (laughs) Turk gives Tarzan a pep talk and convinces him that Jane loves him and that won't change. He's like, yeah. So, he goes back. And then Jane finds the music box, and they check and see if it still works, and it does. So Jane and Robert dance like they did when they were children. We Tarzan sees this, this going. and runs off. He's upset. <sighs> we haven't Robert's danced like, like this since the, the old box social. <laughs> Dan? Yes. Am, am I on timeout? Am I on timeout? He is a British double agent, Dan. <laughs> Give him a timeout. <laughs> Give him the chair. Yeah, can I, mute? Yeah, I can't mute him. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so Robert's like, maybe I should just leave. And then she's like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. But then she trips and she drops the music box, which turns out to be a British code machine. And Robert draws a pistol and he reveals that he is a double agent. Oh! It turns out he's working for the other side against Britain and gave her the music box because the British intelligence was on his tail at that time and he needed to lose the evidence. He's like, he's doing it for the money. And Jane's like, God save the queen. And she steals yeah. the box and runs off. What a and cool. he follows pistol drawn. <laughs> First of all, Robert E. Lee was from Virginia. <laughs> Second, this is not Robert E. Lee. It's Robert, and he's British, and he's, he's from, no, betrayed he's originally, the Queen. Originally from Texas, though. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he's also on the side of Stone Mountain. <laughs> For now. <sighs> they chase the – they. so he's got his pistol out. They chase through the jungle. He catches up with her. He draws his gun and threatens to kill her so she can't snitch. Then we cut to Tarzan, and we hear a gunshot. <laughs> Okay, this was big. big. I wish at this part in the movie that he had actually shot Jane because then it would have been more thrilling. But no, 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 no. It's the Disney kind of injured where it's like, oh, oh no, I'm incapacitated for a little bit. My leg or ankle or something. Yeah, but I'm going to be fine in a few months when this movie's over and we see the resolution 
which is a happy ending, of course. But, you know, it would have had much more guts to it if they had, like, actually gone there and shot her. But... But it was not Robert that shot the gun. It turns out it was the mustache pilot hanging from a tree from his parachute, firing warning shots at the Black Panthers. Again, the animals, (laughs) to be clear. (laughs) And when I say animals, I mean the jungle cats from Africa. They attack... (laughs) Tarzan saves him. He saves the redheaded mustachio guy. Mm-hmm. It turns out this is Captain Nigel of the Royal Air Force Counterintelligence Division. Mm-hmm. He tells Tarzan that Robert is dastardly and fills fills Tarzan in on what we already know. Nigel Lincoln. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone here do a Lincoln impression? <laughs> The world has never had a good definition. Nigel Lincoln. (laughs) Watch me stand up. (laughs) Seven years ago. Dan, you can do it. The world has never had a good definition. (laughs) The word liberty. I gotta slay some vampires. I see you're getting bored. I'm gonna sit down and stand up again. (laughs) (laughs) You wanna see my hat? Are you are you teenagers in the back smoking marijuana cigarettes? <laughs> Sex separatists. <laughs> oh, wow. I, that's what he said when he shot Lincoln in Ford's uh-huh. Theater. Thank you. This also, by the way, is not Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh wait, what's his name? <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> Harvey Har- Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. <laughs> It's a joke. <laughs> Joke's on you. I wasn't enjoying this play at all. <laughs> no, Lee Harvey Oswald shot Kennedy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we cut back <laughs> yeah. to Robert. We're all so close, guys. We cut back to Robert in I his know. plane. Our- he has kidnapped Jane and he has tied her hands together. He says, sorry for your uncomfortable seat. And she says she's fit to be tied. Ah. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> she's tied. Uh, they take Clever. off and Tarzan and Nigel, not Nigel Lincoln, give chase <laughs> and they gain elevation. So Tarzan throws a spear tied to a vine and it connects with the side of the plane and Tarzan flies on the vine behind them. He climbs onto the plane and kicks Robert out of the cockpit. They fight on the wing while Jane takes the controls. Now, the professor's gotten a radio to work again and he can hear Jane, who is radioing from the cockpit. He tells her all the wrong ways to fly the plane, and just as they are about to go over a waterfall, mm-hmm. Tarzan stops the plane Same. with the vine. Robert escapes, the vine breaks, and Jane is about to fall into the propeller, and out of guilt, Robert comes back to save them. They fly away, and Tarzan forces Robert to land the plane. Robert is arrested by Nigel. <sighs> and we're back to the present. That was a pretty big character, uh... Change. It was a pretty big arc, yeah. It was good. Yeah. I mean, he's still he's still bad. He still got arrested, but yeah, he feels like he's going to get out of it. I don't the think only it, thing that it didn't make sense for him to make that one eighty though. Well, they were friends since childhood, and he's he's doing it for the money. But they're still friends. He still cares about her. I still have dignity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Tarzan full on Spider Man's that plane. He has opposable he toes. Does. Yes, he does. He does. He Captain America's that plane. Yep. He Spider Man's that plane. Yep. And he, he's listen. He's he's swole. Yeah. Okay, guys. This is the end of the movie. I'm going to make my final 
Final statement. Let's four sentences. Give me a second. (gasps) Jane is still trying to figure out. We're back to the present now, right? Story's over. She's still trying to figure out what to do for their anniversary. She gives up and heads back to the treehouse where Tarzan has thrown her a party, a surprise party. He's wearing his suit and he Mm. gives her a diamond ring. (sighs) No. They understand each other and they all party and Turk, the professor- And elephant no. were in on it all. They full on Ewok dance party this end. No, God, why? It's so annoying. It's a, it's an. So, I many years ago wanted to get people to say that Ewok dance party is like a description of how wonderful something can be. So this was full on Ewok dance party. <laughs> and I happen to have the music from it. It goes a little something like this. So bad. Like, hey, I worked this parade. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, uh, Audrey. We'll, Here's we'll, the point, we'll talk guys. Remember, they were, wait, they were subverting say, expectations the whole movie. They're basically like, no, you can't give him. You know, you can't have a party because he can't handle parties. You can't give him. You know, he can't do diamonds because you remember the diamond thing, and you, you know, it's like. The whole time they were subverting her expectations and the whole thing is tied together and it was really sweet. And he threw her a surprise party and sacrificed and they learned and they grew and they love each other and they proved it over and over again. And she got her diamond finally. And, you know, I mean, it was touching. I liked it. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. You guys are monsters. <laughs> well, you remember everybody's favorite song from the first movie when they're banging on pots? Well, boy, it's yeah. back in this one. Oh, it sure is. Oh. It was not back, by the way. It was trying to be back, and it was yeah. not the same song. They they gave Phil Collins enough money already. Okay. I guess I guess I see I guess I see the merit of them, you know going through the trouble of making those three important elements, which is don't, wearing a don't, suit. Don't let Jimmy bully you into like, wasn't wearing a suit. It was having a diamond compromising, ha- having a diamond. Yes. Material, dancing. material goods. <laughs> and Dan and dancing. And, and they did all those things. Yeah. So good for them for writing a coherent story. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear from you. <laughs> They okay. So here's my praise. They successfully followed an outline of what a script can be. All right, that's high praise. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you watch this movie, it, listen, it's not a great movie, but it, I enjoyed it. It has a coherent story, and it's it's got some good lessons. That we need to compromise in our relationships. Sometimes we sacrifice, but we love each other. And, you know. It has a coherent story the same way that, like, a school lunch has, like, nutritional value. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Uh, At my kid's school, we have this – we did have pre-COVID, but probably have it next year. It's something called All Pro Dads where – I think it was started by Tony Dungy. But it's just a chance for dads to get together with their kids. And it's a breakfast thing. And you have, like – inspirational speakers and you ask each other questions and just a, a bonding time for the kids Cute. and the breakfast options were either a fried chicken biscuit oh my god 
or a a, a pancake wrapped sausage corn dog. Whoa! Yeah. And you had to have <laughs> at least three sides. And my kids got um, cinnamon toast crunch. But they had to have a cereal bar, which was a Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal bar. Oh, those what? are good. Those are so good. You know what's really good? They would not good? let them go without it. You know what's really good is the Golden Graham cereal bar. That Ooh. thing, if you can find it, get it and just put it in your mouth. What's your address so that our <laughs> listeners can ship you a box of Golden Graham cereal bars? Um, your P.O. box, of course, because you know we don't want to give away our actual just, addresses. Wouldn't send it, it to he, the improv or, theater. Or, or oh, I was thinking it might be fun to send it to my old apartment. <laughs> <laughs> that might be fun. Yeah, I think you might have to give me that address. <laughs> I've got some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so while you're watching this movie, you are going to enjoy it's a little bit of a departure, but I thought it was appropriate that we have Jungle Juice. Mm. An easy uh-huh. Jungle Juice recipe is the best punch drink for a party crowd. The ingredients include alcohol, like rum and vodka, and then mix a bunch of fresh fruit and juice. You can easily make this cocktail on a budget, serve it for Super Bowl parties, holidays, college parties, or Mm. when you watch Tarzan and Jane. And uh, I wanted to throw in, because I know I'm I'm aware of some of the jungle juice that you've made in the past, I think a really appropriate move for this movie is to, as you have in the past, serve the jungle juice in a trash can. (laughs) <laughs> that is true. That's how we've served it in the past. <laughs> that is on. not a reflection of this film. This film <laughs> is not a pile of trash. That's not a beer. It's not. That's why I said it was a departure. Oh, I. Yeah. Well, and this that is not sense. a movie. So let's be. Let's be fair. <laughs> and I am or, not Audrey. <laughs> we can have the passion fruit orange guava oh, basement IPA. Pog. Shut up! I love that stuff. I. Yeah. In fact. There it is. Oh, this is a basement gosh. IPA nice. from Scofflaw Brewing Company in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. It is an island time stowed away in a can. Ooh la la. Next to mm. it is the Scofflaw Brewing Company hard seltzer, Tropical Pog. 5% mm. alcohol by volume. Mm. And mm. what will be we be eating with <laughs> said jungle juice or pog? Ah. Oh. You guys, I hope you brought your appetites because we're having a big old Tootsie Pop. Ooh, I would think is, bananas would be appropriate. Yeah, that's what that's the obvious choice. But, you know, I like to go to A to C here. We're having a Tootsie Pop, which is a lollipop. So sugary, sweet, saccharin, then suddenly shitty chocolate on the inside. <laughs> so, is that what Tootsie is? A legitimate question. Is it supposed to be chocolate? I think I, I think. don't know. Yeah, I it's think it's like, supposed to be chocolate flavored. Because I don't, I don't dislike it. It's just, it's weird. Is it like, is it like what Slim Jim is to meat, Tootsie Roll is to chocolate? Is that what's exactly. happening there? Exactly. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. So. that's fair. Hey, Audrey, is this movie a Tootsie Pop? It's nice and sweet and saccharine on the outside, but on the inside, it's a big pile of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. And you've got that long, you got a long time to get through the sugar stuff. How many licks does it take? Oh, let's see. One, two, three, three, four, five, oh, six. I thought you were going to do the owl seven, commercial. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. 
What are we going to be listening to, Dan, <laughs> while she licks her pop? We're going to be listening to Audrey Count more. Um, okay. We're going to be listening to <clears> – I'm sorry, first of all. I don't know what – where this is gonna go but 27 we're, <laughs> we're listening to a song by peter gabriel off of his album that people call melt but he I doesn't have titles count. of albums um it's called bico and it was recorded in, in 1979 phil collins was the drummer <laughs> and i just want to point out in the air tonight was not recorded it was recorded after this. Oh. And it's this song is widely considered noteworthy in for people who know stuff uh, for its innovative use of its uh, drum miking and no no cymbal drumming. Um, it goes to listen like this, and we're gonna listen to a fair amount of it because you're gonna hear Phil Collins write his entire first album in about three minutes. Um, Jimmy? I think he knows where this is going. He, yeah, he does I'm like to listening. pee. He does like to pee during my music breaks. Well, that's a good idea. Well, you gotta get a long headphone. Eight, seventy-nine, eighty, eighty-one. So. This song is, you know, filled with all sorts of social commentary. Wow. How do you feel about Peter Gabriel? I love him. How do you feel about Peter Satan? Um, uh, he falls into that weird, like, 80s, 70s soft rock crap that I look like, that I like. Like, I know objectively Chicago, it's not great, but yeah. How about Peter Rabbit? Uh, best friend. Uh, Peter the Apostle. Uh, Feeling like you betray Jesus by denying him three times? I don't know what you're talking about. Peter <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, hey, listen, listen to that. So. God is dead. The man is dead. Um. So, can you feel it coming in the air tonight? Can you hear it calling in the air tonight? Is that a is that bagpipes in the background? Probably. Yeah. So, does it sound familiar to anyone? Just curious. <laughs> it's yeah. It's definitely got a, a certain style. Yeah. I didn't feel it coming in the air tonight. Yeah. I got I got it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, um, I don't have the power rankings because clearly this is in the top. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The power rankings I'm, I'm have still, become I'm a mess. still not sure if you're joking. <laughs> I liked it. I, all I'm saying is I enjoyed it. I thought it had a great message. I thought it was a good story. I thought that it was a cohesive story because I thought originally it was going to be Bell's Magical World of just nonsense. But it wasn't nonsense. It was intentional. And even if the three stories were separate stories and they didn't talk to each other, like, you know, Infinity War kind of, you know, cohesiveness, they tied it together well. Oh, sorry. I'm going to add that out. 
<laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> they tied it together well. I thought that the love story was really genuine. Um, you know, I mean, it was all predictable, but all these things are, you know, I, as you know, I write beat for beat what happens and nine times out of 10, I write what happens next before it happens because I know what's going to happen. Um, but you know, it's just the, that's the, the tropes of these movies, but I enjoyed it. I, it wasn't like cringeworthy. It wasn't like, ugh. it was, there were some fun moments. There were some fun callbacks, that final beat with the, you know, the professor on top of the tree. Mm, there was some, was some fun funny. stuff. They, they did a good job. And I enjoyed I'm, watching it. That's I'm why I worried. had less notes than normal. I'm a little concerned. And, and and this kind of fits our relationship in a way and, and the trends that have happened. And if this is what's happening, I think this is going to get really interesting. Because I think what might be happening is that I'm reaching a point where I'm just like, really? This again? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you absolutely kidding me? No one's trying at all. And you're going to this place, I think, with it where you're just like, yeah, this is kind of just what these movies are. Yeah, exactly. And as long as we're there and we see what these movies are, for what it is, compared to a bunch of the other stuff, it was enjoyable. Mm. But will it be as enjoyable as Mickey's, no, A Very Merry Poo Year? I see no I reason know. why a very merry poo year won't be like the most amazing, my favorite movie ever. There you go. Uh, I reread exactly. the Tao of Pooh. Uh, oh like yeah, last I still week, it's sitting so. on my desk right now. I'm ready to poo it up. Yep. All right. Me too. Which is why I need to end the show. Um, listen to our other shows, Supreme Resort. Uh, we're gonna have some fun shows this summer. The Frontierland episode is coming out later this summer. It'll be our second anniversary show. Wow! Probably Happy in birthday. August. Yeah, second anniversary of the Supreme Resort. I think that'll be episode forty, maybe. Um, <laughs> we're gonna prop. We're gonna try to record it at Disneyland or somewhere Disneyland adjacent. With uh, uh, Natalie from Disneyland is gonna be back on that show. Cool. Uh, also, there's uh, ears up. Here's up in depth Disney news. There's Banter, Beskar, and Banter Milk. Just Banter, the, just uh, Banter Milk. Oh, the Banter Milk podcast. <laughs> just, no longer Banter Milk. <laughs> yeah, Banter Milk only. Uh, it's blue, blue uh, Banter Milk, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> it's like sand, of course. Uh, also, guys, uh, I booked another trip at Concierge. I was able to spend some time with a family and do a complete touring plan. They had all their tickets and everything, and we spent several hours going through the different parks that they were going to go through each day, and we did touring plans together. I suggested uh, that they don't do that restaurant, they do this restaurant, uh, but that's what concierge does. They, they will, And that's, by the way, no cost to them, and concierge doesn't get compensated for that, but that's kind of the level of service. By the way, I booked Eric last night at Disneyland. Oh, I booked that's a trip fun. for him. Yeah, I booked it. He's at the Disneyland Hotel uh-huh. in a standard view room. Uh-huh. So we're going to be staying in his room. Yeah, he's there the night before we get back. Oh, um, I'm so crushed I can't go. I know. We're bummed. But uh, anyway, he's got a two-day park hopper pass. So uh, yeah, that's I booked it on, uh, on Concierge for Eric, who works for Concierge and didn't cost him any more money. And it was fun. I really enjoyed it. 
Um, anyway, so reach out to us. Please like us. <laughs> that sounded pathetic. Uh, rate us and review us. We, we need friends. We have some reviews. We only have Love one like. Me. We only have like one actual statement. Like Supreme Resort's got a bunch of them, but uh, Scraping the Vault only has the one. So write something about us. I think you have fun if you listen to the show. It's a fun show. Audrey says things I don't understand, and Dan does vaguely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and then we say stuff Audrey doesn't understand. It's a lot yep. of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, feel free to contact us, Jimmy at earsup-podcast.com or jhunt at concierge.com. Huh? Uh, that's Dan at earsup-podcast.com. And Audrey can be reached at uh, Jungle Street number eight. Because I live in the jungle now. Whoa. Treetops. Fine swinging. Anyway, hey, Asher. Um, <laughs> did Asher come to your house? Yeah, we're having um, tea right now out of a this very tan. This is low key tectonic. All right, our next episode hang. coming out in June is a very merry poo year, and then we will hopefully record live 101 Dalmatians 2. Oh, yeah. I mean, missed opportunity 102 Dalmatians, but whatever. That's true. Uh, Patches, London Adventure, and it was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you, as always. And until next time, be be kind, kind, be kind, and 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 rewind. Hi everyone. It's Asher's mom. My name is Beth Ann, but you can just call me Killer B. I'm terribly sorry that Asher has been bothering you. He's just so rambunctious and has so many interests. Basically, he's a cool kid. Anyways, thanks for keeping an eye on him. He's just so full of energy. It must be from being so cool. Anyways, I'm also a real person. And I'm very understanding. Like you. Hi. Sorry to bother you. What did she just say to you? Was she talking about my son, Asher? Sorry. I'm Rob, Asher's dad, also a real person. I'm just concerned about Asher and want the best for him. Bethann means well but I think she just lets him get away with everything. Anyways, I saw you move in a while ago and didn't have a chance to say hi. I'm very busy as well as very concerned. Let me know if Asher gives you any trouble. He hasn't really been the same since his real mom moved to Mexico for an easier life. I'll let you go now. I have to take an important call for my business job. Because I'm also a person. And Asher is a cool kid. And Killer B is understanding. I'm busy and concerned. I get to be two things because I got a promotion at the toilet store where I work. Catch you later.